Good evening, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Beer League, the show where we give our non-expert expert opinions on anything and everything. This week, we were out. <clears throat> we are without Father Dragon Nick, uh, but we do have Johnny and Beer. We have a full slate for you guys today. We have a lot of sports talk, which is kind of rare for July, but it's good. Um, and then we have a bunch of good timeouts. Um, we might have a Taboo Tuesday. I kind of wanted everyone to do it, so we might hold off. Then the rank is Beach Game. Best uh, games to play at the beach. So, without any further ado, let's get right to it. Let's take it from the uh, from the tippy top there. Low Budget presents Beer League. Okay, guys, welcome back. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, how's everyone been? Let's start with beer. He's been, uh, he was gone last week. So Yeah, that is true. Give us an update. Yeah, so last week I spent the week in Tomahawk, Wisconsin. It's awesome. Uh, on a house, basically at a cabinet in the middle of a lake. Um, so you had to take a pontoon to get to it. Um, it was really, really fun. Like, like Blarney's. Yeah, basically, but with a little bit less debauchery, but like a different different types of debauchery. Um, it was really really fun. Like we got there on Tuesday, and then like stayed until Saturday. So like we were there all week. Um, it, it rained like the first, like the second day, and like the third day a little bit. Um, but then like Thursday, Friday were like, or Friday, Saturday were like perfect, and Thursday, Friday were perfect. So. Um, got to go drive around in jet skis, got to, uh, swim, got to see some baldies. Some, it's pretty cool. It felt pretty American. Very American, know, man. Yeah, I had oh, to celebrate thought... America's birthday the best way I know how. So oh, we got yeah. to blow some stuff up, too. It was really fun. And then, like, we, we made this thing. Johnny, you know Jake, Jake Smith, and now his fiance. Uh, we were hanging out with them. And, like, it was his birthday. So, like... Row. Yeah, so like we were like, what are we gonna do for his birthday? Like, he's like, I want to go, I want to go get go belly up at a bar and like at in Tomahawk, Wisconsin. Like, all right, let's go find a bar. And so like we what we were like walking down the street in Tomahawk, Wisconsin. We find this corner bar, and like we walk in and there's this one kind of old guy behind the behind the counter, and then there's like a group of like kids, but like their parents are there, so it's not like little kids; they're like high school freshman in college almost and they're like drinking because it's like in wisconsin if you're with your parents you can drink and it's a bunch of moms there that are just buying these kids drinks and like like their moms are just hanging out at one table drinking and the kids are like playing like pop a shot at the other end like getting hammered and i'm like we're in there i'm like this is like a blast this is exactly what we wanted to experience and so like we went and played pool for a while and then we played like with all their fun games in the back the bar was like cash only so we're like okay you take cards no, we're cash only. Like, what kind of, smart. What kind of bar is that? Like, like, well, they're yeah, letting yeah. kids drink, so that's, that's Tomahawk, Wisconsin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tomahawk, Wisconsin. I mean, these kids were like, they're wearing their high school like, like relentless, be relentless, class of twenty twenty. I was like, <laughs> I'm like, you guys are missing it. Like, <laughs> like, I, like that that's doesn't different. add up. So yeah. it was just kind of funny. Uh, but that was really fun. Went and like 
bounced around all these bars in the pontoon. So we like took our boats to all these bars, got to try all the different types of cheese curds in town. It was a total Wisconsin experience. That's um, awesome. It was a blast. It was so much fun. Uh, you want to go or me? Good. Uh, my weekend was good. I played golf both days. Um, I played okay. The swing's a little broken. I tried the swing oil. Didn't work. I tried uh, not having swing oil. What do you mean swing oil? Just drinking. Ah, gotcha. Like having a drink. <laughs> uh, that didn't work. Never heard of that before. <laughs> you know, a little birdie juice, a little swing oil to yeah. loosen you up. I gotcha. Um, so I'm not going to name the names, but uh, so I went golfing on Saturday with um, one of my friends, her boyfriend and a couple of his friends. And I got there, and I don't normally like to warm up if I don't have, like, enough time. I don't like to, like, rush it. So we, like, get to the uh, the range, and I'm, like, eating a cheeseburger at 10 a.m., <laughs> eating chips, like, drinking a Gatorade from a can. And he's, like, are you going to practice? I'm, like, no. And I would never say this to him, but I, in the back of my head, I was just, like, I, I'm done with, like, this, like, oh, I'm not as good as... I think I am like in my own mind, I think I could be a lot better at golf and I think I should be, but to the average golfer, no warm up or not good luck. I- I'm sorry. It's just, that's how it's going to go. Yeah. And so it's like, I went out there, I didn't play well, but I still beat him. <laughs> so it's like, I mean, I had uh, and then on Sunday I had the most like myself round of my whole life. Like when I was playing on like the golf team and stuff, I'd always have like a really bad front nine and then like somehow shoot like even par on the back. And I almost did the exact same thing. I shot 43, which is my high nine on the last like probably the year, seven over. God and damn, then, that's uh, a good day for me. And then Any on, day. on the back 43? nine. Yeah. Okay. And then on the back nine, I shot even. Or I shot two over. What was it? Uh, 38. So I shot nice. 81 and I was like, not bad with like, I was mad with how I played, but I was like, ah, you know. I just like some days you have and some days you don't. Yeah. But I just realized that it's like, yeah, maybe I'm still better than most people, even on my bad days. So you could be plastered and probably beat most of us, to be honest. Maybe not plaster, because then I can't yeah. see straight. But like, no warm up, hungover or whatever. Like, I could do something good. When's the last time you actually played someone who was made you nervous? I guess like, oh shit, he might beat me. Well, like all my all my friends that like are on the golf team, like I would say that. No one's better than anyone. It's just like any given day. Right. Yeah. That makes sense. Like we're, we all, we've all played with each other so many times. We've all been on the same, like, I guess I didn't know you were still playing with your, like your high school buddies and stuff. Cause you're yeah, probably like, the, you, you're the only one that I know that played in high school and fucking awesome. But <laughs> yeah, yeah like me, Tom, Johnny, Jimmy, gotcha. like Jack Finnis, like we, you know, it's just on that yeah, day. Who, awesome, who can you do? Yeah. Or like who, who can win? Um, and then, uh, what happened? Oh, my mom got out of the hospital today. So that was oh, big. That's awesome, man. That's huge. That's so good to hear. Um, She nice. got out nine days earlier than we thought. Yeah, so I that's thought she was going to be in there for a little longer. I yeah, know. You just told her about us uh, uh-huh. last week. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's really exciting. Um, And then I don't think I did anything else. No, that's about it. That's good to hear, man. Yeah. That's awesome. Oh, no. Played a ton of Wii, or, uh, Wii bowling or switch bowling. Sorry. But it's, it's Wii bowling. It's on the switch, oh, but switch it's like bowling, basically yeah. Wii bowling. Dude, I got my ass shelled. Like, I'm not good at uh, real bowling, but I'm like just as bad as a fake game for children. Mm. Like, I was bowling like 86. Like, that's what I do in real life sometimes. Like, I Damn. was that bad. Yeah, no. 
But I got knocked out of the tournament. Kayla won it all. I think Switch Golf is uh, that's your game. Yeah. Yep. Mario Golf. Mario Golf. Oh, Mario could, Golf. That's right. Yeah. Mario Golf. I could play. But uh, yeah, just really looking forward to my uh time off and Lollapalooza, the golf trip and the camping trip. Just really looking forward to that. When's your uh, time we, off? Uh, July thirtieth to August sixteenth. Nice. God bless. That's I got awesome. Some, I got some time. That's great. So I haven't taken a PTO day since November. You deserve it, kid. I deserve it. You deserve it, kid. I like to think so. Yeah. Uh, how Not you bad. been, Johnny? <laughs> we already went through that. Thought I'd say it. I'm good. It wasn't. Uh, it wasn't that eventful of a weekend. But uh, I did tell you guys about that girl I tricked into going on a date with me. That went well. <clears throat> that <laughs> was on good. Thursday. Uh, Friday, she agreed to hang out with me again. So we just went out with Kevin and his girlfriend out in, um, out in, uh, West Loop. It was the Windy City Smokeout, which is like two blocks from my place. So there was just a ton of people. And now that everything's open, it was actually, it was a lot of fun, man. Um, yeah, nothing crazy. Didn't golf at all, which I need to get back on it because me and Jack are going to be partners and he's been playing. Very well. I don't know if it's because he doesn't drink anymore, but <laughs> it can't hurt. Can't <laughs> I'm hurt. sure it's not hurting exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he's playing well. He's playing well, but uh, I'm man. excited to see him at the trip. Yeah, man. I'm definitely excited. Yeah. I'm excited. So, how many of us is it? Thirteen. Thirteen as of now. As of now. Okay. Yeah. We fifth annual. Yeah, it oh. is the fifth annual. It's kind of crazy. Beer. Years go by fast. Do you think you're gonna bring your smoker? I'm 100 bringing it. Dude, this man, <laughs> this awesome. man texted me the other day. He's like, I don't know if I want to play 36 because I don't want to leave the meat for more than four hours. That is like a gentleman and a scholar. Oh, right for there. sure. Yeah. Like, not only I will give gentleman. up my golf time to like smoke them meats. Like you got to respect that. I mean, he grades wow. everything he makes. So and I'm sure he wants that A plus. I can't I wait. I was thinking for... either do 36 on Friday and just not do anything on Saturday and stay at home and drink and watch the meat. But I well, think just. I think like 18 is how, how long it takes four hours, maybe three, four hours. Yeah, four and a half. We should, four and a half. We should be okay. Like, we'll be okay. Well, I've, I've, I've slept overnight and done briskets overnight now. Like, I feel like I can do this. Well, in case you need help, also, uh, we're trying to convince Kevin, my roommate, to come along. And he's uh, also a master chef uh, in the kitchen. And he's excited to wake up with you at 4.30 in the morning and get that butt roast going. So That's cute that you think you'll be waking up. <laughs> You'll just, you'll just be like rolling out from the fire. Pit. Yeah, from the short nap yeah. that he just took. Yeah, normally either people way, we're falling asleep at like six a.m. Dude, we taught, we were like watching UFC clips until five that one. Night. Yeah, it wasn't just even like, live. It was just preparation no, for the upcoming fights. Yeah. Oh man, that's good. All right, let's get into some sports talk though. There's a lot to cover. Um, let's stick on fighting. Let's start with fighting. So the UFC this weekend was UFC 264, I believe. It was McGregor versus Poirier three. Um, McGregor's getting a lot of heat for being a sore loser, but I want to say this: you show me a good loser, I show you just a loser. You know what I'm talking about? Like I need him to be that. Like he is this, he embodies this heel, this bad guy persona. I don't think the whole killing, <laughs> saying he's gonna kill him and his wife in his sleep, but yeah, like, yeah, I mean, that was a bit rough. But like, it was absolutely bullshit. Like I, I hate that he had to break his leg or his ankle. Uh, this shit. I mean, it was right down the middle. It was fucking disgusting. It was hard to watch. Beer, you know how bad I am with. Uh... Was... <laughs> Did you watch a lot? Te- I was gonna text you because I was watching with my dad. My dad was actually watching my dog while we were at uh, 
in Tomahawk. So like my parents came up and stayed at my place. So like that oh, nice. night we watched a fight and like my dad was like, oh, my dad like gets all like squeamish and stuff. So like he'll be like, oh man, that's a that's a broken leg. I was like, there's a reason like he's like shying away as he's getting he's like he's shot. His leg yeah. broken half. Yeah. But how nuts is it that he broke his leg like just by stepping on it weirdly? And then he falls down and still ends the round. And for all these people saying like, wow, Poirier really dominated the first round. You know, I think he was going to lose the fight no matter what. Uh, let's go over pass. Uh, Poirier lost the first round in the second fight and then knocked him out in the second round. So how could you say with utmost certainty that if he didn't break his ankle that he was losing no matter what? Like, I think that stuff is just so stupid. Now, everyone I... is so quick to like hop on him and say like, Oh, McGregor's over the hill. How do you know? He's what, had he's had one fight. Well, see, that's what I that, see. I think it, it's not just what you see in the octagon, which is we just haven't seen a lot from him in the octagon, yeah. which is worrisome. That's mm-hmm. not a good thing. It's not that he hasn't gotten the chance to prove himself; is that he just hasn't been there. So, mm-hmm. what the hell else has he been doing? So, I think that's. I think it's. It makes sense that people are kind of jumping on to that conclusion that his elite fighting days are over. But I just hate it that if he won. It's it's no matter what. Like it's it's so stupid that if he would have won, everyone would have been like, "Dude, called it, man!" Like Gre- McGregor always wins the rematch. Like you know, he's coming back. He, he said yeah. he was hungry. He's gonna be hungry. But now that he lost, like everyone's like, "See, he's just you know, he's a loser now. He's over the hill." It's like it's so <laughs> bullshit that like it's just like football, man. What what have you done for me lately? Yeah, and it, it, that that's what people want. It's a, it's the show basically. And they're going to jump it, ship. It sucks Quick. when a main event of this magnitude ends like that. Because, uh, yeah, like, man. the first round was electric. And the only reason Dustin got him down is because he jumped to that guillotine. So it's like, first of all, if that doesn't happen, that's a big thing. Um, but he got out of the round. That is insane that he even survived that round. Those elbows and those punches on the ground were, like, I, I would have woke up yesterday. Let's just say that. Like, I, I would have, I like, needed a nap for a full day. So I just, I don't know. If you could have, and for the people that were saying like, when he was yelling, he was like, Dr. Stoppage, Dr. Stoppage, instead of just a normal TKO. Mm. I'm like, dude, he broke his leg. He didn't actually get knocked out. He didn't get finished. The ref, the ref didn't stop the fight during the round. He finished the round on his ass, looking at his ankle, not on the right like angle and just being like, well, you know, this is over. And no, I, he and was like, looking at Dustin and his wife and uh, threatening their lives, but. Oh, that no, was after know, the fight. No, I know. That was after. I know. <laughs> I know. Uh, it's it's hard to, for me, it's tough because like I I like he's he was not like winning though, and then he broke his leg, and then like he's twenty minutes left in the fight. While he's, he's talking he's talking shit on the ground when his leg is broken, he can't back it up now. It's like oh, I, you gotta at least wait six months to fight me, and I can talk shit now. It's like dude, your it's, leg is broken. Shut your hell up. Yeah. Talk shit later. Like, yeah. I I was like. When you're like, ready to fight, like, you're yeah. just kind of rolling your eyes at this point. Like, all right, like maybe don't break your leg. Like that's how I meant. Like, <laughs> let's go. Like, stop talking shit. Like, let's kind of put it up. Last time you lost. Yeah. Right. Suck it up. The first time you beat him was when Dustin was a little baby. He so, was like, a child. Yeah. Like, he has a little goatee. And <laughs> what are you talking like, about? Yeah, They're the same age. Baby. Yeah, but he had <laughs> all. He had. He had. <laughs> what I'm saying age. is, he had all the hype. Oh, he okay. had. He had the persona, the charisma, and he had the matches that actually put him on the big stage right away so he had the momentum whereas Poirier it was a long time ago and that was seven years ago right that was seven years ago okay and he had that platform which it made sense I mean he was coming out of Ireland barely 
as an amateur, but he had the crowd and he was bringing the crowd. Yeah. And he brought the show. So it makes sense. But, and he did kick his ass, but Poirier was just, I mean, he was so impulsive and emotional, which is, I feel like that's totally, totally just. But, but that's flipped, exactly you know? why I'm thinking we were such, we were so robbed of a second round. Like if he wouldn't, oh, break, 100%, if he didn't break his thing, yeah. you know, this, Connor's going to come back. Think of this. Yeah. I've been, I've been hearing all this shit all week about all these MMA people saying, like, hey, McGregor's only got one good round in him. He's always the freshest. He's always the strongest. I just want to say this. In the Khabib fight, first two rounds, he got taken down and his ass beat nonstop. Sure. And then he came back and won that third round. He came back and won that third round. So I but don't, he, didn't win the, he didn't win the fight. Though. But he didn't win the fight, but he won a round at least later, and he looked good. So for all these people like, oh, like the second round, he would have just declined and declined and declined. We have seen oh, it's in, impossible the, to in, know. in the past yeah. that he has actually overcome that. So everyone's saying like he only has one good round. Then how did he win round three against Khabib, who mm. is an absolute mauler? I mean, he's thirty and zero. Yeah. It's not like he's some schlub. And it was two rounds of after or what exactly just happened in the Dustin Poirier fight. So I think we were just robbed of maybe an instant classic, and it just sucks that that's how it has to end. There's so much bad blood. There's so much back and forth. He's calling out his wife for being in his DMs. Dude, I don't know. I think I, I do agree. I, I mean, I think people feel robbed because this was supposedly the biggest title of the year. With, probably for a while. I mean, I was so excited and it, it just sucks the fact that it, it ended like that. But I don't have a doubt in my mind that Dustin Poirier would have won. And he will win 100 of the next 100 fights. To quote Khabib. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. No, like I really don't know. I mean, honestly, it's just we haven't seen Conor fight in so long. It's been one fight in, what, three or four years? Something like that. Um, so it's just hard to say, but, man, I, I just think Dustin... one win in five years. One, he's fought four times. Yeah, in the past three years, I think it's only been once. Yeah. Yeah, which is... That's a long time, man, and it, it's enough to really just not feel as grounded, and that's exactly what he looked like. He just didn't look comfortable. Not, a, not only in the fight, but also, like, the press conferences, everything leading up to it talking to Poirier, talking to anyone else about the fight. I don't know. It just felt like he was more pro or reactive than proactive in terms of like, yeah, I feel I good think, about this fight. I think the big thing, Conor McGregor, like most recently, it's been like a little bit almost too much to the point where I feel like he's trying to convince himself that he yes. beat Poirier. That, yeah. Like, he's like, I'm better than you. I'm leaving you messages on your phone. Like, I need to do this to get my, to make my, make sure my psyche is there so I can be, like, I feel like it's not like against him. He's doing it because he needs to do it in order to like get to that level. Yeah, I, I feel like that's. I don't know. It's like more than I've seen before. It felt like it right. a little bit more like than he's like has to do it. Almost uh -huh. to I don't like know if compensate. he's. I don't know if he's exactly. doing that to necessarily win the fight. I think he's trying to get back into a similar mentality of when he was hungry, because now yeah. that he has all this money in the bank, he's fought Floyd Mayweather. He won a hundred or he got a hundred million dollars for that fight. It's $20 million for a fight in the UFC now. He has all this money in the world. And, you know, it's it's crazy. But they were actually talking about it in the Bucks' son. And it was like, you can't fake desperation. Yeah. It's like when yeah. the Bucks came out in game three, they yeah. like, they looked like they were desperate. They looked like it was like, I know this is a seven-game series, but if we lose this game right here, we might as well forfeit the game four and just be like, it's done We're done, it. yeah. And so it's really hard. And I think that... I mean, he said it himself. He left his family at home because he's like, I got to get back to the guy that I was. And it's not easy because obviously you're not that guy anymore. You know, you walk around in $100,000 suits and shit like that and Versace robes and it's hard. So I think he, 
I think he's like trying to do like the mental aspect of like, I got to get back to where like, I'm not who I am and I got to be hungry. And I just think that it's, it's so hard. But now that you pulled up this thing or the, the fight card, I'm thinking really why I'm so upset about this fight is because the Gilbert Burns and Steven Thompson fight, I had such high hopes for, and it was the, one of the worst fights I've ever watch seen it. in my life. I, I literally I just, didn't watch any of them except for this last one, unfortunately. I don't know. So the entire card. I was really excited for uh, Gilbert Burns oh, and dude, Steven Thompson. Uh, They're awesome. Irene Aldana, uh, chick out of Mexico. Oh, she she's my favorite. exhilarating. Oh, she really? is so much fun to watch. Ooh. She is unreal. She is super She's boxing. awesome, man. Yeah, she's, she's really amazing. sharp. She's super sharp. Yeah. But the Gilbert Burns and Steven Thompson fight, the reason that I hated it so much is like he took him down and then just held him there and didn't do anything, which annoyed me. Because yeah. I'm like, I know he's such a good... They could both swing so fucking like, hard. I know yeah. that he's a better striker than you and you got to take him down to win. But yeah. it's like, I, I just hate that it's like, to win a fight, you could just take someone down and then just be like, well, and hold him. Because the ref said it like 19 times. Like, hey, if you want to hold the position, like you got to move, you got to move. move. And move. then he would move. And it's like, dude, at one point, when do you stand him up? Like, You can't just always give him a warning. Like if, you, if I tell you in the first round, if you want to keep this position, you got to move. Did That's, he move? Yeah. But so that, then you move. Then but that should be going. but that should be your only warning. You shouldn't say it every time it gets slow. Well, th- it is though, because every that's essentially a mini reset and it's a whole different situation. So I get it, because if you stand him up with, when Gilbert Burns has him down, pinned down, mm-hmm. that changes the whole fight, man. Can you imagine yeah. I mean, what if what if uh what's his name Thompson comes up and knocks his fucking no. ass down and it's because Gilbert Burns plan was to keep him down to avoid said knockout. But I'm just saying so, is if the ref says in the first round when he just hold him down and not doing anything he goes you gotta work and then he does something I don't think he said it 11 times in the entire fight. I watched the whole recap of it. He said 11 times. I don't think you get 11 like warnings. I think like, you do. You got That's a dominant, really? That is a dominant position. But but you're not t- here, it's you don't different. think he knows that he has to move? He's gotta di- move. He Didn't you say he did move every time though right? Yeah, but that's stupid that you get all those warnings. <laughs> but listen, I'll tell you the difference between that and, for example, being pinned up against the fence. That's different. That's when people start booing and they just hate it because they're both resting, essentially. But if one person is completely on top of another and for that long... But without doing anything, not even throwing a punch, you don't think that's stupid? But they're winning. It's dumb well, But that's why I'm saying it's stupid. Joe, I, I think, like, Gilbert, it was not a four-time jiu-jitsu champion right the dude in uh, in like the whole fight right it was boring why was it boring because they were both like waiting for each other to do something yeah and they were not going to take the initiative like stephen thompson wasn't going to strike and Gilbert wasn't going to go either and so like when they're on the ground they're both not doing anything still they're both like not trying to like, that, like that's what was so boring as shit, yeah that's what it's like right. stand them up and take them down again if you want you can't just like hold them there well so what's the so then what's the like be fair if you want to stand him up and then give Steven Thompson this five inches more of reach on Gilbert Burns, basically it's just like yeah. screwing him up every single time. It's like if anything, like maybe put him in the middle of the ring on the ground. Then maybe that's more equal. Like it's just like you don't really know at this point. But like he did move, but it was super it was a super reactive fight. You could tell like yeah, they were trying to wait stupid. till someone else but like you could tell like Steven Thompson again was gassed. Because like he Gilbert Burns is on the whole time. He's got to hold him up like the whole fight. Mm-hmm. And then, like, while he's trying to do this jujitsu shit, and like, basically, I'm sure, like, Stephen Thompson knows, like, I'm fucked. I'm on the ground. I have to get out of here. Like, I gotta get out of here because this dude is a jujitsu champion. I can't fight because I gotta beat him down with my fists. And like, you could not get away. Could not get away from him. So it was kind of like, it was like a technical fight. Sure, it was boring, but I thought it was good. I thought it was a good fight, just because oh, like, dude, you don't really see a lot of fights like that. 
like at that high of a level where they're so like so strict on their game plan like it was, it was super technical it's like a different style because like the next fight is going to be super brutal and, like but like this fight but it was wasn't. super like technical <laughs> that's, that's it was. why it sucked it was brutal let me let me tell you a, <laughs> let me tell you a stat and then let me see if you guys keep your thing so gilbert burns had almost six minutes of ground control in that time yeah. in the ufc history he threw 113 less strikes than the previous least strikes thrown on the ground. What does strikes have to do with jujitsu, though? He but won. I'm, but I'm just saying, a, like, did he win? You right, Gilbert won. Yeah, that's yeah. how unactive he was. That he missed it by 130 strikes. It sounds or like 113. It sounds like his game plan worked, man. But it's just so it stupid. Worked. It worked. I feel like if you take him to the ground, you got to do something to win. Like in a street fight, if I just took you down and held you there. You would get up and be like, nah, it's just... It's not a street fight, though, man. We have rules. Yeah, you can't poke him in the eye. You can't throw him over the fence. We went through this, actually. There's thirty. You can still poke him in the eyes. All you get is a warning anyway. (laughs) Dude, I would do like the the thing from Waterboy where you just poke some dubbed in the eye, and then you just get a warning, and then be like, well, now this guy can't see for the next 15 minutes. So could you imagine if someone did that? Just come out and like double poke him in the eyes. Be like, oh, I'm sorry. And they're like... Okay, uh, that's a warning, and he's like, "Well, this guy can't see out of either mm. eye now." So, <laughs> um, yeah, no, but uh, yeah, I mean, the, I, I guess, I think that's also part of why the Conor McGregor fight and Dustin Poirier was so underwhelming, is because guys like Gilbert Burns and Stephen Thompson, I mean, they're the big fucking hitters, really heavy, really accurate. Again, I didn't watch that one, so that that's actually really disappointing. It just looked that everything was yeah. so good. Like every fight was really good. It was a it was barn set burner. Up. It was set and then up. Then it came yeah. up to the co-main event where everyone's like, "Oh my god, this is gonna be so violent." Yeah. And then like, no one even bled or had like a black eye, and you're just like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, but someone got a broken fucking leg in that. <laughs> oh, I was talking about the Stephen Boy one. Oh, gotcha. Fight. Yeah, yeah. And then in the in the McGregor fight, it it was a, such a sick first round that it was like any fan yeah. out there should be like, "Oh god, I want to see this." So pissed. Yeah. I want to see that too. <laughs> it sucks. It's just like, uh, whatever. Uh, let's move on, though, because we could talk about this for the whole hour. Uh, the next one is, what's going on with uh, Olympic basketball, huh? Yeah. I mean, I'm yes. just saying. So it was really funny to, like, watch the highlights of after, like, that Nigeria game, like, the night of, like, Sports Center, like, Scott Van Pelt, like, Sports Center at night, and they're, like, explaining it. Like, oh, like, Nigeria's got some good players, and then they're like, well, if USA keeps thinking they can show up and, like, not play, like, and, like, not play well, like, good basketball. They're going to lose because these other teams actually have good players now. And, like, they've been practicing since Tuesday. And Nigeria's been practicing since June. And then it was, like, all these excuses. And then they lose again to Australia. Ooh. So it was, like, it was rough. It was, oh, it's but I'm, like, so Team USA, first of all, this is not, like, the same world, by the way, as it was 20 years ago or 30 years ago with the Dream Team, right? This is This is 2021. This is a, a lot of the NBA is from other countries as well now. So now these teams like Australia, isn't that Ben Simmons backyard? Like, I'm like, that's these players are like really good. So all around the world and you'll be able to see like. But they'll be able to see Team USA like not be able to. Dominate. See, but that's like yeah. a couple of players Our starting fucking five on the Olympic team is James Harden, <laughs> fucking Kevin Durant. You got Jason Tatum out there. It is just like, what in the world can we lose? Like, even if they have one or two good players, like we should be dominant. I know you got to learn to play together, but it is just such a rough look. And the only spin zone that I have, correct me if I'm wrong. If you got another one, tell me out there. These are still exhibitions. 
I just think we show up winning the golds on the line. I'm going to just stick with that. This is practice. Yeah. <laughs> like anytime we lose, I'm going to be like, well, you know, it's not, doesn't mean anything. It's just, you know, a warm up game. That's what I mean, I'm going to say. That's so ridiculous. Like, do they, they got to understand as players that can't take these games off because, like, Team USA has never taken these games off. Like, how before this, like, uh, before this year, what were they? Like, 53 and 2 in exhibition games. And then we just, like, matched our loss. Like, what is going on? Basically, like, come on, you guys are professional basketball players. Don't take games off. Like, what is going on here? It's like you don't care. Like, it's just so weird. I, I don't like it. Yeah, dude, it's absolutely a joke. It's actually nuts. Um, I I do agree with what you said. It's like we lost one game, and it's like, oh, okay, like we're gonna just we're not gonna lose another one. This is the next game. It's like we lost again, and it's like, well, are we good? <laughs> like it's just like we should be. I don't know. I mean, it's 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 a stacked team. I can't imagine. I can't imagine. Uh, you know, this was their game plan. Um, <laughs> again, I think it's just because it's exhibition for whatever reason. I don't think they would come back have them really say yeah we yeah. gave it our all we don't want to be too tired for the <laughs> for the actual olympic games huh? I, 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 honestly i don't know what else it could be because also on a quick side note what do you think about them not changing the year on all the olympic stuff because i love it i think it's hilarious so all the olympic year still says 2020 hmm. oh so i love like it. the 2020 olympics so i mean think of how much shit they printed and made for the Olympics, I guess. Yeah. I, I think it's a good business decision. Like we're not going to scrap it all. Like no, yeah, I guess. I mean, that does make sense. That's, it's going to confuse a fine. lot of people. But no, you know what? The whole world knows what happened in 2020. I think it's fine. Yeah, it's <laughs> people didn't forget. People aren't going to be like, oh, okay. Yeah. Um. I right, the last sports one we had is um, Italy, baby, Italia, winning the Euros. Uh, this is amazing. So I like bet on Italy at 19 to one at the start of the Euros. It was just because I was like, I don't want any other team to win. I only like Italy in this whole thing. Makes sense. And it was just amazing to watch. And it was so sick that all the England people had the saying the entire time the Euros was going on that it's coming home because, you know, it's like Euros, England, it's not soccer. My and then fucking... Italy came out with it's coming Rome. And I was like, I love it. Genius. Troll them all you'd want. And uh, I love it. I thought it was good. Uh, it was a really good game. I watched it and uh, England scored in the first two minutes. And I just remember being like, oh, shit. That's not the start <laughs> I wanted. And then uh, uh, Italy ended up scoring a goal and then we won PKs, which was unreal. And I love all the people like, uh, you know, they should they should do it like hockey where like you shouldn't go to like shootouts or anything. What is more exhilarating as a fan just being like, it comes down to this. Like, come and shoot it. Besides goalie fights, no, that's the most exciting thing yeah, for sure is, in the world. Goalie fights are sick. <laughs> yeah. You don't see them a lot, <laughs> too. They're kind of like they should unit. never see each other. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> They're at opposite ends, but no, that's that's awesome, man. But I didn't know you watched uh Euro soccer, actually, to be honest. I or was this just a very specific uh case? No, I actually watch a lot of soccer. My dad played soccer for 45 years. No, I did not know that. Uh, so we never played it, but I always like watched it with him, and I still like watching it. And yeah. I love FIFA, so it's like when you watch it in real life, it's still fun. 
Um, but yeah, I just wanted to at least shout out Italy because I was so surprised. I remember they won their first game against Belgium, and I literally was like, huh, that's good. At least we had one win. To beat Belgium, I mean, that's And then that's we kept huge, winning, and yeah. I was just like, huh. And then I remember we played Spain, and I literally was telling everyone, I was like, oh, you know, it was a good run. We did what we could do for the underdog story. And That's then we awesome. won, and I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> then it's like, who do we have to play? England. And I was like, oh, great. And then we still somehow won, and I was like, it was like a dream sequence the whole time where I was like, are we going to do it? literally was like a movie. It was like a ragtag bunch That's against awesome. all these pros, and like somehow we did it, so that was sick. Um, oh, yes. Yeah, so they hadn't won since 1968. I know. Holy shit. Dude, it was awesome. They've been, I mean, they've had a good team these past few years. That's surprising. Yeah, but then you have like Spain, Germany, Belgium, England, Belgium <laughs> that are just unstoppable. Yeah. So it was awesome. That's awesome. Um, all right. That's good enough for sports. Let's head over to timeout. So timeout. Where? On the podcast. Ooh. Okay. So the first one I want to talk about is another really dumb, expensive thing that got sold. So a unopened cartridge of super mario and 64 i think it's just called super mario 64 guess how much it sold for before you look it up guess how much you sold for 100 i was gonna say 125 1.56 million fuck me what? <laughs> think wait of, okay unopened cartridge is it just mario 64 i've played so, that game yeah i mean yeah Dude, everyone's played that game that's that's why there should be no unopened boxes Oh, it's unopened. I still don't think it's worth a hundred. See, I'm. I can't even get I myself mean, to say the real number because I'm like, it shouldn't even be worth like a hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, one point five six million. million. I mean, the game's Super a bad. Mario, wow. Super Mario, like sixty four, was like a, a game changing game for a lot of for a lot of people. People still play it and like speed run it for money now. So, like, what do you mean for money? So, like, people will, there's, like, tournaments for speedrunning games, and it's, like, how fast can you beat it? Like, people will beat it in, like, 25 minutes. Oh, there's tournaments. Where, holy shit. Yeah. I've seen, and, like, like, people yeah. will raise money online, like, for charity. Like, sometimes these, oh, that's these awesome. are all streamers and stuff, so it's, like, like hey, I'm going to do this, and, like, people will donate a bunch of money and stuff. Like, I've gotten those mods for Pokemon, I guess, but, yeah, I didn't know they did it for all this You stuff. can buy a used copy at the game store down the street from me they have three copies for 56 dollars which i was like wow that's pretty expensive oh. for an old school game super smash is pretty expensive too like those ncc4 games that are still in high demand like still kind of like near retail value right oh yeah now. yeah that, this this one like i th- that's see, wild there's, man there's there's just something about like fuck you money where it's just like i have so much of this stuff I bet it was like a TikTok. I bet it was Bryce Hall. You know, he he owns Bitcoin, I heard. You know, he might own Bitcoin. <laughs> he would know about this. That yeah, makes he sense. would know about this. So apparently the previous... Actually, no. He's like 19. He wasn't even around yeah, when no, this game he was not... around. No. Actually, you're right. Yeah. He, he, yeah. he had no idea. Yeah, that's the thing. I mean, people who could spend $1.56 million on a game like this is probably not Gen Z. No. Uh, so... That's old money. Yeah. That's old. That's <laughs> oh, old money. Dude, don't say that. All right. <laughs> The previous record was held by The Legend of Zelda at $870,000. So, damn, that's that's crazy. $1.56 million. I mean, I don't think an unopened Super Smash 64 exists, but if it does, it will go double. 
easy. Maybe. I think 64 is a, the Super Mario 64 is like a really famous, That's yeah. really famous game still. But yeah, I mean, it's, it's shocking to see like what, what people will pay for a game that's just in a box. No. But, Dude, it's, it's you know mind-blowing to me. <laughs> that's crazy. It's cool, though. Yeah, it's cool, but it's also like kind of crazy. So, it's good but crazy. I got to take the phone away from you, Beer, to look up our next one. Um, what is our next one? Our next one is, oh, my God, yeah. So, the next one I wanted to talk about is, this is not a drill. Don't panic. But M&M's, peanut M&M's is coming out with their own peanut butter with peanut M&M chunks in it. How good does that sound? There's going to be chocolate in the peanut butter? Like peanut M&M's in the peanut butter. Peanut, actual, so actual M and peanut M&M's. I thought you were talking about so the like, wrapper M&M's. Or whatever that'll be like, that'll <laughs> no. be almost too much. No. Okay, so like, talking you about have a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, now you got chunks, you got actual candy chunks in there <laughs> with peanuts. Like, Do you not like chunky peanut butter? I love chunky. He loves it. He loves it. Yeah, me too. So I don't know where we're on a disconnect here. But it's it's like you're saying instead of the peanuts, it's actual peanut M and M's, which have a peanut in them. Yeah, that's a lot of like (laughs) chocolate, and like it's crunchy and it's weirdly crunchy, more than like a crunchy peanut butter. It's oh, is this it? Hard crunchy. No, it comes in a jar. I don't know. I'd have to. I'd have to test it. Just do M and M's peanut butter. A peanut M M stuffed with chocolate. I'm a little drunk. Yeah, that's okay. Um, I just think it sounds absolutely delicious. I would definitely like to try. Ooh, speaking of things that I tried, I tried today the first time the uh, the um, the spicy chicken sandwich for McDonald's. Terrible. For McDonald's. Oh, oh my gosh! I, I thought Terrible. you were gonna say KFC. Really? Dude, so bad. Have you had it? Dude, Beer, you it had was, it too. I've had it. Dude, it was rough. How bad? Oh, I rated no. it a two out of ten. I haven't gotten the uh, KFC. I've stayed with Jeffrey Green for a while. But no, that McDonald's one is. Oh, that wow. sucks. They like tried to enter the chain wars and they just. They so, tanked. Crash and burn, you know? Yeah, I'm glad I didn't work with them. Yeah, no, it's absolutely. Is it, is it this one, the spicy deluxe crispy yeah, chicken it's sandwich? It's terrible. It's so bad. It's like you'll have it and it'll just like the sauce will get everywhere and it's chicken it's not even as good uh, as a mcchicken which is like dumbfounding yeah it's it's three times the price of a mcchicken so you're like wow this has got to be pretty good right and then i had it and i immediately said wow i should have just had a mcchicken exactly the mcchicken's better i love mcchickens <laughs> shit so i okay i don't have to get it dude what? don't even waste your time nah, it's not even it. crispy which is disgusting because it says crispy chicken sandwich, it's absolutely bullshit. Deluxe crispy. Bullshit. Usually that's a little bit more crisp. Well, we got to try that KFC one because it, it looks pretty similar to the Popeye's one, but it does look a lo- like a lot more breading than chicken, I guess. So. Yeah, that is true. We'll see. Um. Okay. So yeah, peanut M&M's, I would love to have it. Uh, the last one I have on here, because I'm going to save the other one till next week uh, with Nick. Um, so Richard Branson, the Virgin Mogul guy, um, he launched into space. So he did it. And so now there is somehow a waiting list for the $250,000 ticket price to be in space for 90 seconds. 
I'm just thinking this. If you had so much money, would you do this? Because I absolutely would. I don't care if it's 90 seconds. 100%. I don't care if it's 10 seconds. Just to be in space would be so sick. I would need to see like maybe 10,000 people do it before I can do it. I'm not going up into space with 10,000 people. Ooh, doing it. ooh. But a billionaire just went up. You got to think it's safe if he risks he risked his care. life. Well, here's the thing. I think that I they probably took every precaution for this first one. And the next one, they're like, yeah, we could save a little money. I'm, I'm not <laughs> no, going to but... go mess around <laughs> no. on a, like, for, like, you go in with all the other people who are spending 250 grand on this, go up in space for 90 seconds. I, I'll get squeamish and nope, I'm going to wait until I prove to me that that is safe and then I'll do it. <laughs> but so if- I have problems with heights, heights as is. Put me up there in space and not like oh yeah you're not gonna like have a good time going yeah. wrong. johnny we'll go <laughs> i'm <laughs> also terrified of heights when the po- it, let's do it when dude. the podcast yeah, blows man. up we'll all go but beer um <laughs> so they do a launch very oddly though so i didn't know this so i watched the launch and so they launch something up into the air but the rocket ship is just attached to it mm-hmm. and then it breaks up when it's like i don't know how far up and then so it like launches off and then the rockets go on the actual space shuttle and then that's what brings you up into the air Mm -hmm. and then it just has these wings Mm -hmm. and you just glide down back and they landed on the runway i was like oh my god like science i could not believe it like when i watched it land so smooth i was like just like an airplane yeah i literally was like you're a wizard harry like this is (laughs) this is insane no yeah that's um that's usually how they do. I mean, with the launches, obviously, but the the landing that's wild. It's fucking crazy. Yeah. Well, the launches they normally start it from the get go, and then they just go up. I've never seen something go up and then detach and then go up. Dude, it was crazy. Yeah. I, I mean, I thought it was. I guess they they've never covered it like on camera, ever, or they won't share. Even if it does go well, they won't share it with people. So I think that's that's probably what the surprising part is. Yeah, that that's how most space launches work, but. No, that's cool. I mean, I would absolutely do it. I mean, if I had twenty two hundred fifty thousand dollars just laying around, dude, it'd be so much fun. Yes. Do you do you know it, how knowing, many people I would only start conversations with that I went to space? Thing, I mean, uh, common folk probably won't be able to go into space for ever. But yeah, ever. <laughs> so but, it's like, yeah, yeah, I'm gonna take that opportunity. Could you imagine if it got so efficient to be like, hey, you know, we're going to Disneyland and then we're doing the rocket launch, like? How sick that would be! Like, yeah, it's just an extra thousand dollars a person. Like, whoa, that's crazy! Like, that's still a lot of money, but that would be so sick. So, like, yeah, you know. experience. Um, yeah. So I thought that was really cool. Uh, it was crazy that it was successful. It was crazy that he was on it. I mean, he's richer than God. Sick, but yeah. Um, all right, let's head over to. Do we want to do? Okay, how about this? We're gonna do the Taboo Tuesday today, but then we're gonna ask. Um. Uh, Put him on the spot. Actually, no, because beer's got to leave in 15 minutes. So we'll just go right into the rank, and then we'll do Tampa Tuesday next week. All right. So let's go to the rank. So this week's, week's rank is um, beach, it's beach, beach games. Yeah. Beach games, beach activities. Uh, Johnny, would you like to go first? Uh, beer, go ahead. Actually, I, don't have my list. <laughs> okay. I don't have my list pulled up. Go ahead. Okay. So after being away for a week, on a beach. And on, on a an beach, island. right, exactly. Right, so I've been, <clears throat> gotten 
know, I'm taking a lot of from that experience. So my number four thing to do on a beach is to take out one of those like pad things, those splash pads. We call it, they call it at Kelly's cabin, bastard, bastard. <laughs> get the bastard, roll it out and you put it on the water and you like tie it up to the boat or tie it up to the shore. It's like, you could just sit on it and like kind of like float out on it. Um, so floating on the bastard is definitely my number four. Um, it's really fun. I don't know. Just hanging out and chatting with people. I like the line. It's definitely my number four. Like not even his number. Like this is a clear cut number one. It's like now this is a clear cut bottom of the barrel, but still makes the list. Chilling, but it's out there. Yeah. (laughs) It's like you know I don't like to do too much on the beach, but I like to like to have some fun sometimes. So number three, I have old fashioned take the football, have a catch. Yeah. You know, have a have a nice little catch. I I don't know what it is. It's my three. Yeah. Maybe I'm just maybe I'm obsessed with playing football or like talking about football. Yeah, the the only time I've actually thrown the skin is when we see each other on the golf trip. So (laughs) Yeah. I'm so excited. I actually need to get a pump to fill up my football. Okay, that's a good thing. Kind of remind me of that. Okay. So I'll have to bring that up. But uh yeah, having a catch is great. And then like even bringing out the mitts and stuff too, just playing catch with baseball is like something else. And like doing it on a beach, like barefoot on a beach. It's different too. It's a little bit different. Uh, so it's like really fun. No, right, number two, I'm gonna go with frisbeer on the beach. Now that's really fun. What's that's frisbeer? Like, what's frisbeer? So that's when you uh, have two tiki torches on either side. Oh, uh, yeah, beersby. Then, Got it. Oh, beersby. Yeah, I had I had a feeling it was just another yeah. name for a game that I've played, beersby. but I just thought I'd ask. Okay, yeah. Shit. Yeah, you guys do call it beersby. We call it frisbeer every. Yeah, we call it beersby. Hmm. Interesting. It's a way better name. What? Beersby is a way better name. Beersby? Beersby is a way better name than uh, Frisbee. You just, you you just add an R. just add an R. That's it. That's wordsmith genius, man. Frisbeer. No, that's, no. Yeah, that's it doesn't amazing. Say, <laughs> no, it does not roll off the tongue. Uh, okay. Beersby. Yeah. Frisbeer. Frisbeer. Mm-hmm. Right, I'll agree to disagree as well. Yeah. <laughs> it's also a very fun game to play on a beach because you can dive and make plays and like you're not hurt. Very you athletic. Like, yeah. Exactly. A lot of catches. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you, it's a game that you could probably get better at the more you drink. And then number one, number one, my favorite thing to do on a beach is just to chill and drink on a beach. That's it. You don't have to do anything special. You are you like the there. Corona man. Like, find your beach. He found his beach. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> I don't know what else you want to do. Like, that sounds, a lot of stuff sounds like too much. That's what it's old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm almost 28. And oh. sit on a beach, put my feet up, and have a beer. This is where, it. This is where will, the world stays like quiet. Guys, yeah, I will like to state this after I before I do mine. The rank was beach games. It's a game. That's it's called drinking. I think he understood the prompt, but yeah, okay. He went off rails. I respect it. Um, I like it. I think he knew damn well what the prompt was, and he's like, yes, I don't. I don't play any game. Well, this is my game. See, that's someone that found his beach. He doesn't have to play by the exactly, rules. He found exactly, his beach. Yeah. Uh, do you want to go? You ready? Uh, go ahead. <laughs> John's right, making it, it up go. on the all right. <laughs> No, all right. Number four, I'm going to just go cornhole or uh, bags. I've been calling it cornhole recently because of Nick. Um, but you just can't go wrong. I mean, it's just so much fun. Um, and it's it's l- the least amount of work that I could possibly imagine. And that's what, what a beach is for. As beer made it 
very clear. Uh, number three, I'm going uh, volleyball. Um, <clears throat> I've joined like uh, beach volleyball league the past few years, not this year, and I just really miss it. And it's really the only appropriate setting for it, really. And number two, I'm going to go frisbeer because that's how you say it. And number one, I'm going <laughs> to go bocce ball. I played bocce ball on the sand and actually a lot of fun that's how it was supposed to be made, uh, played oh really yeah. oh hell yeah it was so much fun man i i did that recently actually it's so much that, more that fun because number, number you one. don't have to uh like account for the roll as much right exactly which is kind of stupid because then you can like kind of throw with like a little it, spin exactly like, mm-hmm. it. like mm-hmm. where it just plops down and sits there yep. kind of like a like a little shot or something a little cannonball yeah it's awesome yeah. i like that a lot mm-hmm. I, I do like normal I like version. yeah because it's a you know it's a different game but but you know. it hits differently when it's on like grass yeah. or sand it's just, I don't know, just there's something about it mm-hmm. um that's a good rank um so my number four is gonna be beer darts um I like the game just because you're just like sitting there you can soak up the rays and it's like you can have a conversation with everyone around you and then it's just like even the person throwing the dart will still just be like talking to you and be like yeah, keep, keep it's not that hard <laughs> yeah no it's easy enough um, yeah. My number three is actually the same as beer. I think football catch on a beach is a must, and it's bonus points if someone pulls out the nerf that does the whistle because oh, it can get yeah. wet and everything. That is some. That is some like ooh. playing low five hundred. Oh yeah. Oh, dude. There's some always like I know like nerf balls aren't the same as playing catch with a normal football, but there's some about tossing it out there and just having like that. The satisfaction of it when you really get it. Ah, mm-hmm. mm. oh, Kayla's texting. Sorry about the noise. Um, so my number two is going to be spike ball. I've only played spike ball on like flat ground, except I just played for the first time on a beach next level. And it's for the same reason he, uh, beer said about, uh, diving catches. Yeah. Like the diving, like for like spiking the ball, it's just so much easier. Cause like I normally play on like asphalt where I'm like, I'm not going to dive even on grass. I'm like, yeah, I have some regard for my body, but I'm on sand. I'm going sand. It's like a pillow, even Mm. though it's not, it's awesome. Yeah. Uh, and then number one by far, beach volleyball just hits different. It's just like everyone. It is like you're watching like Top Gun or some. Everyone's sweating out there. And then every time the game ends, you just go to the wall. That's it. Yeah. Just like you're, <laughs> exactly. everyone's like love. sweating and very hot, and you're like, let's just go cool off in Lake Michigan. And you're just like, and then you all sit there and you talk about the game. You're like, yeah, that was pretty good. I, did you see that hit I did? And it was just like the recap that it's like I like that shit. Damn, um, I need to find my beach. That sounds really nice. Yeah, I mean, beer found beaches. It yeah. like. You can't even share any. That's right. Yeah. Um, all right. Thank you guys You're very glowing, much. For, baby. <laughs> thank you guys very much for listening. Um, we appreciate all the support. Like I said, we have a bunch of stuff coming for you guys uh, at the end of August. Uh, if we can get it out sooner, we will, but we won't. And uh, <laughs> uh, But stay tuned for that. You know, Follow us on Instagram. Uh, share with your friends. I really appreciate that. And then uh, see you next week.